the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Join Dr. Pinkston today as she teaches you how an integrative approach to health, combining holistic and contemporary medical information, can lead you to The Better Life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. I am Dr. Marianne Pinkston, a family practice doctor here in San Antonio, but also practice integrative medicine. I'm trying to bring a lot of wonderful topics to San Antonio and the surrounding areas, but also out to YouTube and all the podcasts uh, that I have. And you can find me at drpbetterlife.com for all of those podcasts. And I have had a wonderful sponsor this year in Pinnacle Clinical Research. And today I have the wonderful opportunity to sit here with Dr. Stephen Harrison, who is world-renowned in the area of fatty liver and many other things, gastroenterologist, hepatologist, and I know you have a CV that's probably 20 pages long, but uh, I'm so glad to have you on. Thank you for coming on. Absolutely. It's my honor and privilege to be here today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, you know, we have a topic that I think not many people really understand. I know I'll talk to patients sometimes, I see it all the time, and I talk to patients about fatty liver, and they really look at me like I have a third eye sometimes. You know, I don't know what fatty liver is, and it's so hard to explain to people what it is and why it's so dangerous because it's something they don't see often or feel. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you for letting me come on the podcast and talk a little bit about non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Thank you. You know, we, we know a lot about pandemics and epidemics because of COVID, and right. that has really changed all of our lives. Uh, we've learned a lot from it. And let me just tell you, fatty liver disease was a pandemic before COVID came, mm-hmm. and it's even worse now as a result of the COVID pandemic. Absolutely. I mean, what we've seen is uh, people are less active. You know, the past two years, we've stayed in our homes. We've right. hunkered down. We've been nervous. We maybe have eaten a little bit more. We've watched all the Netflix videos that are out there. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, we've gained more weight. The COVID-30 uh, is what I keep COVID, calling it, right? That's right. The freshman 15, we've got the COVID-30. The COVID-30. 30. <laughs> well, so let me tell you a little bit about fatty liver. So fatty liver disease is... Um, it's, it's excess fat in the liver. Now, when we focus on fat, there are two types of fat in the liver. There's alcoholic fatty liver disease, and there's non-alcoholic fatty liver. So for the purposes of this discussion, we're going to set aside the alcoholic yes. fatty liver and focus on non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And it's very simple. This is excess energy in our bodies that gets stored in the liver as fat. So think of the canary in the coal mine analogy. Now, a lot of our younger generation don't doesn't understand that. the exactly. canary in the coal mine, so let me set that up for you. So in West Virginia, the way I understand it, West Virginia coal miners would go down into the mines and they would hit a pocket of carbon monoxide, odorless gas. Next thing you know, they're dead. Right. And so uh, they decided to bring little birds in cages down with them 
And if the birds chirping, they're doing good. They're hammering away at the coal. If the birds, they look over and the birds not chirping and on its side, right. they need to get out. Right. And that was the canary in the coal mine of let's get out before something bad happens. In liver disease, fatty liver is the canary in the coal mine for metabolic sensing. When your metabolism starts to go the wrong way, it starts to go awry, we put fat in our livers. We also put it in skeletal muscle, we put it in the pancreas, we put it in our, in our, in our adipose That's tissue right. in, in, in the middle section. So it's, it's actually not a bad thing necessarily. So fat in the liver in most people, about 80% of the time, doesn't lead to any negative liver damage. But in about a quarter of our patients, 20 to 25%, that fat in the liver is toxic. We call it lipotoxicity. And that fat toxicity leads to inflammation. Now, here's another little story about the liver, and I'll, I'll be quiet for a minute. So the liver heals itself just like the skin does. Mm-hmm. The skin gets a cut. It forms a scab. That allows skin cells to grow across the cut. It heals. The scab falls off. Same thing with the liver. You injure the liver. For whatever, you, there's a drug that causes liver sure. injury. You have hepatitis C, hepatitis B, autoimmune hepatitis. Mm-hmm drink too much, mm-hmm. or, or maybe just you have diabetes and you're overweight and you're putting too much fat in the liver because of metabolic consequences. Mm-hmm. What happens is that sets up an inflammatory process. White cells come into the liver, and that stimulates a cell called the stellate cell to lay down a scab. That scab is just like the skin. It allows new hepatocytes, new liver cells, to grow. And then the liver, once it's grown, there's no more injury. You're not injuring the liver anymore. It reabsorbs the scar. It doesn't just fall off like our skin. It has to be reabsorbed because it's inside our body. When you have too much injury consistently, it leads to too much scab, too much scar. Mm -hmm. And you can't heal that, and that leads to liver uh, failure over time. We call that cirrhosis. So a little scar, that's normal. Too much scar, too much injury over time. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to heal that, and it leads to something called cirrhosis. So, how do people under how do people get a grasp of that? Most of the time, I'm sitting in front of patients trying to explain these things, and I'm thinking, "Well, that's off in the future," or you know, "I don't feel anything," and I'm oh, maybe not that overweight, or you know, there's a lot of excuses I think that people bring in their mind yeah. about you know, it's not so bad. So, how do we get that across to patients? Just how bad this is? Yeah, it's 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 it's. It's a great question, and I saw a clinic yesterday, and I'm looking across from a 23-year-old RN, a nurse. A nurse who, who should who knows, understand, understand. Who should know. And, worst, and, I'm, and, and, you know, and, I, and I'm saying, you, you have fatty liver, and your liver chemistry tests are elevated, mm-hmm. and you need to be doing the necessary steps to help you. And we'll talk about that. And she's like, I know, but I feel fine. Exactly. I feel fine. I don't exactly. feel like I have... I don't have pain. I'm not fatigued. I'm not yellow. Right. Uh, I feel fine. Right. And I said, it's not what you do today. Right. It's what you do today that affects 20 years from now. Right. It's like starting a person on high blood pressure medicine in their 20s. Right. You know, they have to take a pill every day for the rest of their life. And you tell them, it's not going to help you today. Right. It's going to prevent the heart attack and the remodeling that occurs 20 years down the road right. from having all that high blood pressure. Exactly. And so that's the message we have to deliver. First of all, we have to make the diagnosis. Who is at risk for fatty liver disease? 
And we know this data because in San Antonio, there's been a ton of research that's been done on non-alcoholic fatty liver. And we can tell you, if you're a diabetic, 70% of patients have fatty liver, 30 to 35% have NASH. NASH is that more aggressive form of fatty liver where there's inflammation, there's scar tissue being laid down, there's scab being laid down in the liver. That's a person that needs attention. We need to address that. Obesity. If your BMI is over 30, uh, 80% have fatty liver and about, again, 35% have fatty hepatitis or inflammation of the liver. And so we see in our city who most commonly gets that. What is the diagnosis of fatty liver being made? Turns out it's about 50 years of age. So in a population in San Antonio, Texas, that's 50 years of age or older, this is like hashtag real talk. 38% of those people have fatty liver. All comers, 38% have fatty liver. 14% have NASH. That's almost the prevalence of diabetes in this city. Absolutely. It's a significant number. It is. Now, here's a more important staggering statistic. Of those people that have NASH, 6% of them who felt completely fine had advanced liver disease. Mm -hmm. So if that doesn't wake you up this morning with your coffee, (laughs) let's talk about how to diagnose it. Right. You don't have to have elevated liver chemistry tests to have fatty hepatitis. So you just need risk factors. If you have a family history of liver disease due to this, be seen by your doctor and asked, do I have fatty liver? Very simple test to do. It could be an ultrasound. Mm -hmm. It could be a fancier test called a fibro scan. Right, which is what you guys do. Uh, We will talk about this. Absolutely. Uh, Or, you know, just order a set of of liver tests as well. So what I would recommend is... Get an ultrasound or a fiber scan and get liver chemistry test mm-hmm. and just see if you have fatty liver and if you have elevated liver chemistry test. And if you do, there is a plethora, there is a huge number of opportunities in this city alone right. to be evaluated for fatty liver. I'm not the only guy that can do this. I'm one of the guys that can do this. Yes, absolutely. And so, so what is the time, you said, you know, about 50 years old. So what is the onset, well, the time from onset maybe to the time where you're in danger and this is irreversible? Because I've always told my patients the liver is a very forgiving organ. You know, it will yeah. regenerate, and like you say, it will resolve this scab, and it will improve on itself. Yes. There's a point of no return, though. So yeah. how long is that? So the patients say, ah, oh, I don't feel anything, and I'm okay now. What's right. their, What's the clock that's ticking? Well, it's highly variable. So let me just back up and talk about the plasticity of the liver. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's, it's almost like a boxer in a 12-round boxing match. It can take those blows early on, the first three, four, five, (laughs) six rounds. It's bouncing back. As we age and we continually hit the liver with insults, it starts to get a little weary, right? That scar tissue starts to accumulate. It's harder for it to regenerate. And then we begin to see what's happening. We begin to see rises in the liver chemistry test. So those liver enzymes are starting to go up. Um, and we, we do fibrous scans. We, do, we assess the stiffness of the liver, mm-hmm. and we see it getting stiffer. The stiffer the liver, the more scar there is. It's almost like, you know, if you have a very healthy liver uh, and it has fat in it, you can almost put your finger through the, the liver. But by the time it gets all that scar, it's harder. It's as hard as this table. Right. It's rock solid. Right. Yeah. And at that point, the liver, you can imagine, it's not going to work well. Exactly. The liver is an amazing organ. And I, I probably should have started with this. <laughs> I, I got into hepatology because, um, you know, I wanted to be a part of something 
investigate something, help people with a problem that has a that has an organ that does so many different things. So the liver, it 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 does it all. It it cleans it, it cleans the body of yeah. all the toxins. Mm-hmm. It makes protein. It makes clotting factors. It makes glucose. It makes cholesterol. It does all of these things. But you can imagine if you fill it full of scab and scar tissue, yeah. it's not going to work as well. And so early on, when you're in your 20s, we see fatty liver beginning to yeah. develop. Right. Now, in some people, I have patients that are 19 years old that have cirrhosis. I mean, they progress rapidly. We don't fully understand Why all so? of the, the mm-hmm. risk factors for rapid progression. Sure. But we know that diabetes is the biggest one. Gotcha. Diabetes, obesity, and then There's a genetic component. So here's another important point for our audience today. We live in a Hispanic population. We know that Hispanics are enriched for a single nucleotide polymorphism or a gene mutation that confers fatty liver. So this lady, this RN I was talking to, she's a skinny gal. Her BMI was 23. She's thin, but she has fatty liver. And, and so she's like, how did I get this? I'm not obese. I'm not, I'm not overweight. And I said, there's the genetic component to this as well. Right. So it turns out about 60% of our Hispanic population has this genetic defect that confers fatty liver. And so... That is a huge percentage. Yeah. And how did we get no there? Right. Well, way back when, somewhere in our ancestry, there was a famine. Right. And the only people that survived were those that had this genetic defect because it put all this extra energy in the liver and it allowed them to survive the famine. And then that's the population that perpetuated. So now today in San Antonio, we don't have issues with food. Right. Right. You know, we love carbohydrates. We love our tortillas. I call that tortilla poisoning. Right. (laughs) Uh, But bread, rice, pasta, pizza, potatoes, potato chips. Right. Everybody loves their Big Red, you know, their Coke and their Mountain Dew, Dr. Pepper. All that has energy in it. That energy, when you ingest it, gets converted to fat because it's much more economical to to store energy as fat than as glycogen or as sugar molecules. Uh, And so we, we put that in our liver and it becomes toxic. It leads to this inflammation. So we see it in our 20s, but most commonly the diagnosis manifest itself it comes it it, it comes up above to where we can diagnose it in, a, in around 50, 50 gotcha. years of age all right and so it's like heart disease or copd or other diseases that we see you know it begins early right and you don't really know what is happening underneath it's very hidden and then all of a sudden you're in your 50s and you know wanting to be healthier that's when you actually get your i think you get your brain gets together that oh no i want to live a little bit longer and then you start finding all these diseases and their uh, outcomes that's you right. could have lived better a long time ago that's right. you know and that that's always so sad i think i think we all do that but um but fatty liver is something i really, really i'm so glad you're talking about this day because it's really something we need to take very seriously i see so much of it and i don't always see like you i guess when i was early on you know trying to screen for people i was always looking for high LFTs mm-hmm. and I started to realize that that wasn't always the, the case. I would get an, you know, a, a, anytime I get an ultrasound or CT, sometimes incidentalomas, you know, you're looking for something, you find something else right. and fatty liver is one of those things that you just incidentally see, oh my gosh, it's, this is someone that I wouldn't have thought had it. All of a sudden I'm dealing, you know, sending them somebody like you and trying to deal with fatty liver and it's, it's very hidden. So we've got to be, uh, you know, a lot more vigilant about it. But I think the population right. needs to be more vigilant. And There's a, a huge disease so. awareness right. 
that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we, we, it's important to know that this is a treatable disease. It is very It's treatable. a very treatable disease yes, with lifestyle modification. You know, 10% body weight loss, controlling the diabetes, controlling your elevated uh, lipids, all have a positive impact on this disease. Absolutely. And it, a little change can have a big impact over time. We don't have any FDA-approved treatment yet for this disease. Right. We've been studying that. I've been studying that for the better part of two decades. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you today on this podcast, good news and great joy for all people in the city of San Antonio. We're on the verge of having our first FDA-approved treatment That's for wonderful. NASH. We're really, really close. Wonderful. Um, but now we got to talk about diagnosis. Right. Absolutely. How do we, how do, how if do we you are concerned about fatty liver, mm-hmm. how do we find that? Right. You know, uh, is there a simple tool that we can do to give you a yes, no answer? Absolutely. And there is. There is. But we're going to have to do that probably on the flip side of our break because we're <laughs> about right. to get into a big topic. And I want everybody to come back and hear about this because this is the meat and potatoes, which is so, so awesome. I'm so Absolutely. happy to have this. But yeah, I, I told you that 20 minutes goes fast. That 17 minutes goes fast. So uh, I do want to let everybody know, though, that you can find out a ton of information on getting, uh, we're going to talk about the fiber scan and you'll be able to get a ton of information on that. Uh, we're going to have some phone numbers for you. When we come back in a moment, you can also go to drpbetterlife.com where I have uh, Pinnacle and uh, Dr. Harrison highlighted and you can find all of this information, but we will take a short break and come back and open it up and, and uh, get to uh, get Friday. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for your back. Hi, this is Ray Solano with your Healthy Choices Minute sponsored by Prescription Dispensing Labs. New research has concluded that implementing dietary changes could prevent gut inflammatory processes involved in some chronic diseases. Modulation of your gut microbes through diets enriched with vegetables, legumes, grains, nuts, and a higher intake of plants over animal foods has the potential to prevent intestinal inflammatory conditions at the core of many chronic diseases. In short, the foods we eat in our dietary patterns have a major influence on our immune system that can cause many conditions we are suffering from today. Solution. Try our OptiMeal Shake. Our team has developed the best tasting, healthiest shake you've ever experienced to control blood sugar and to improve your gut. Start your day today with a healthy choice. Call us today at 888-909-0110 for a free sample of the OptiMeal Shake. 888-909-0110. Remember, you have a choice in healthcare. Hey, welcome back. It's Dr. Marianne Pinkston here with Dr. Stephen Harrison, who has been so wonderful to sit and talk with us today about fatty liver, which is a growing concern. And uh, we were really trying to highlight uh, that growing concern because I think it's a hidden disease. So how do you find it? And I wanted you to talk about FibroScan. Sure, sure. (laughs) Well, you know, there there are... uh, decent number of non-invasive tests that are out there to help us uh, diagnose fatty liver and more particularly what I call the at-risk fatty liver population, that 20 to 25 percent of patients with fatty liver that are at greatest risk of progression to cirrhosis and and its inherent consequences of decompensation and so forth. So yeah, there is a, a, a relatively new device called a FibroScan. Now this uses ultrasound-based technology, uh, what we call shear wave elastography. So it's, it's simple, it's non-invasive, uh, painless. it takes painless, <laughs> takes about 10 minutes to do. Yeah. Uh, and essentially, we put a probe over the right part of the abdomen mm-hmm. over the liver mm-hmm. and you push a little button there's a little bitty 
bump and it sends a wave into the liver and we measure how long it takes to come back. And that is associated with the stiffness of the liver. Stiffness is associated with scarring or you know, fibrosis in the liver. So the higher the score, the higher the stiffness. And at a certain threshold, we worry about maybe you've got some significant underlying fatty liver. And at that point, we want to do more testing for you to try to hone in on exactly what's going on. But here's the good news about that test. It, it really has what we call a high negative predictive value. It can tell us with a high, high, high degree of certainty if you do not have a problem. So a negative is a negative and you're good. That's right. Positive is questionable. We just need to look it, into it further. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. If you have a negative test, you walk out of there, high five on your buddy. <laughs> Doesn't mean you need to go down to the local, you know, uh, <laughs> and get taco shop and, and just right. you know, yeah. jump on some, some tortillas. <laughs> but it does mean that, you know, today, even if you have fat in your liver, if mm-hmm. you don't have a high stiffness score, that you've got time on your side. You can do something about it. And, and it. and and what do we do? Well, if you walk in and you have identified as having fat in your liver, as I mentioned earlier, that is the canary in the coal mine. Yeah. It's telling you and your doctor that your metabolism is not right. Something needs to change. You need to exercise more. You need to eat less. You know, the, the principle, I use four words, eat less, run more. Right, so we need to decrease our calories. We need to change the calorie content yes. to less processed carbohydrates. We need to exercise more. That means walking, running. It means lifting weights, building lean muscle mass, Absolutely. working on our core. That can happen, and we can use. Interestingly, we can use that fiber scan as a follow-up exam to tell you if you've resolved your fatty liver. Mm-hmm. So if you've gotten rid of your fatty liver, now you know your metabolism is improved and you're so. better. And you've reduced your risk for diabetes, for heart disease, for stroke. And everything else, right? Everything it, else. It all That's comes right. down to the same old story. Eat right, exercise, right. take care of yourself. And, you know, yeah. and that's the same. I think that's how I end every single show is with that basis. And I don't know that we can ever really, truly get people to finally do that. Well, but it is, you know, it is a hope of yeah. mine to, to, to further that point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, on that vein, hope is not a strategy. Right. So we're going to have to look beyond <laughs> hope, and, exactly. and, and that's pharmacotherapy, exactly. and that's what's coming. So if you have a positive fiber scan, meaning there might be something going on, we need to do a little bit more workup on you. And that's where we bring in some of our MRI technology that we have in this city where we can really get after down to the single digit, how much fat's in your liver, how much scars in your liver, how much inflammation is in your liver. And if you're at a certain point, then those are the people we say you might want to consider research. You might want to consider being involved in one of the developmental programs we have to find a cure for this disease. And again, like I mentioned earlier, we're on the cusp of having our first approved therapy, but there's so many other drugs and pharmacotherapies in development that could be life-changing for you. And it's wonderful you can get involved and you can help, you know, change the lives of somebody down the road. Not only you, but other people, family members. You know, it's amazing how many people come in that are like, I didn't know I had this. You know what? I have five brothers and sisters. Are they at risk for this exactly. too? Exactly. Oh, potentially. Right. Why don't we get them in right. and take a look? Absolutely. So, yeah. incredibly important. So, I want to give a few numbers for people to be able to find uh, find you guys. Of course, there's an internet site too, and that is PinnacleResearch.com. So it's P-I-N-N-A-C-L-E research.com but the phone numbers that you guys uh, have you you're in austin and san antonio so in austin it's 512-601-5788 
in San Antonio, 210-529-7978. But I also invite everybody to come to my website at drpbetterlock.com because I have all of this highlighted since Pinnacle has been so good to me this year and been a great sponsor. I really appreciate you guys so much. And uh, get all that information uh, off of uh, the website plus all of the other information on on uh, Dr. Harrison. I've got uh, uh, information there on him, but also on me as well and what I do here in uh, the city as a family practitioner. So I have given that. You guys have been great. You've given me so many pamphlets to have at the office and I have, you know, sent so many people to go and get checked. It's free, which blows my mind. I'm so glad that you guys do that because many people don't have insurance. They need to know that they don't want to go to $130 ultrasound at the local radiology, right. you know, shop here. It is something free that you can do. And then uh, after that, you guys deal with insurance too. Uh, Actually, no. no. So that's the beauty okay. of this thing. So in the work that we do at Pinnacle Research, there's no insurance. Okay. We, we cannot bill your insurance. Okay. So everything is paid for. You don't have any out-of-pocket expenses. So if we have to do MRIs, we have to go to a liver biopsy, we have to do anything, the, it's, it, there's no cost okay, to Okay, I'm going to pick up my jaw off the ground now. Yeah. I have no idea. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. and the, the MRIs that we do in town are not just your average MRIs. These are cutting-edge, state-of-the-art MRIs. Yes, As I mentioned right? earlier, we can tell you exactly what's happening in your liver, and we can use that over time to predict if you're getting better or not. So... It is, it is good. I mean, one of the mantras I use at Pinnacle is we take a broken piece and make a masterpiece. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the hope and the goal. That's wonderful. Well, I definitely appreciate that you guys are out there doing this. It's very important work. And uh, it, how lucky am I to have a world-renowned um, gastroenterologist and hepatologist on, and I really appreciate you being on today. So everybody, give Pinnacle a call. Again, you can go to drpbetterlife.com. You can find all the information and pinnacleresearch.com and find out more about what they are doing and uh, contact us. We will always send you in that direction. And thank you for being on today. I thank really you so much for it. allowing I, me to come be a part of your wonderful podcast. I appreciate you so much. So everybody have a great week. Thank you. Thank you. You've been enjoying The Better Life with Dr. Marianne Pinkston. For more information, go to drpthebetterlife.com. That's drpthebetterlife.com. And listen next week for The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.